welcome oh, into yeah. the Pick Scan Fantasy Show today. Thank you for coming in. We have King Wrangler, Austin, right there. We've got the local Yeti. What's up, boys and gals? Travis down there. Oh, yeah. And of course, we've got the big Schmeet himself, Shane. He slapped me around last week. Welcome in, Shane, to this podcast. Thanks for having me. That's uh, a reward for fucking shoving, sodomizing your asshole. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> right, that's a new word. Uh, a new language on the podcast. Okay, okay. As, as people Thanks. may know, last week I was a little upset because I was projected to beat this gentleman by 70 points. I'm not kidding. Technically, technically two weeks ago. Two, yes, two weeks ago. Uh, and he came out and scored over 100 over his projection. I scored two under mine, and he fucked me up good. So uh, thanks for that, Jane. Now I'm one yeah, and two, problem. and I have uh, crippling depression and PTSD. I'll fucking do it again. And I'm prolapsed. <laughs> I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> All right, so I actually want to start this show with a very good question because I think it'll help my – my friend beat Austin uh, as they play each other this week. It's going to be I'm for it. Right. Everyone's rooting for Cole. Hey, to beat Austin. You can go fuck yourself. Ben. you can go fuck yourself too. I want Thank Austin. you. I want Thank you. Thank you. Shane. Oh, wow. Shane's on team Austin. Well, then you might want to vote differently on this. Would you play Mark Ingram against Washington's defensive line or Jeff Wilson against Philly's D line? knowing that Raheem Mostert is out again and Tevin Coleman's on IR. Would you go Ingram or Wilson? Shane, since you're the newcomer, I want you to start us off. Yeah, I, I would definitely go Wilson. Um, Ingram, thing is, I think Baltimore is about to get shut down. I think, mark my words, this is going to be the matchup of the week. Lamar Jackson struggles when he has a good front seven in front of him. Washington secondary, it's a it's arguably the best in the NFL. It's up there with Pittsburgh and the Bears. Um, that front seven is deadly. So Ingram, he's not elite by any means, and the Ravens don't run a lot of checkdowns this season, at least. So I I could see Washington winning that game strictly off the front seven shutting down the running game. All righty. Travis, any thoughts on that? Mark Ingram or uh, Wilson? Uh, I'm going to agree with Shane on that and go with Wilson. Um, I think he's got an easier matchup in general. Um, and the offensive line in San Fran is a little bit better, in my opinion, than the Ravens' offensive line. The Chiefs made pretty easy work of it. So I 100% agree. Austin, give your professional opinion. Which one are you going with? Uh, that that's a little tough one, considering all pretty much all his production and all his fantasy value came from receiving. So it really just depends if he if he gets the receiving. Not a receiver because he only had three catches last week, but he also did pretty atrocious on running the ball. He only yeah, got 15 yards on 12 touches. Exactly. Exactly. It's uh, through the air, but also mostly the touchdown work. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to be repeatable, uh, especially but against That's only Philly. on three touchdowns, or I mean three catches. So I'm not super confident that – I don't know if that work will even stay up. Well, I mean, he here's, a, touchdown. here's another point to consider, though. They're packing the box heavy. They're trying to bring pressure down to, you know, 
annoy the C team, but they weren't able to get it done against that. The Niners C team is better than half the teams in the NFL. So that is a good point. So uh, the most of us are going the majority with Jeff Wilson. Cole, take out Ingram, put in Wilson. I wanted to help you out, buddy, because I want Austin to lose. I don't want anyone being undefeated this long. If I can't be it, God damn it, no one else could be. <laughs> wow, what an asshole. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, we're going to start off with a local one as uh, Michiganders. We've got Saints versus Lions. Uh, I want to start with the Saints first. Drew Brees has not looked the same, especially with Michael Thomas out. Are we trusting him this week? Yes, the Lions secondary is atrocious. <laughs> I would. What do you say, Shane? I I would say no. And in Travis's point, he says the secondary is atrocious, which is fine. But the Lions actually have some of the strongest inside zone coverage in the league. So a lot of the big plays that the Saints rely on isn't Drew Brees essentially airing it out. We don't even know if Drew Brees can air it out this season like he has in seasons past. We haven't seen it yet. And the big thing right now for the the Saints is picking up yards underneath. And the Lions secondary might not be elite, but the middle of their field is able to hold down a lot of that zone plays. Hence, so will they keep them with Kamara? I, I don't think they'll get overloaded with Kamara. I think the linebacker core will be able to hold him in. Well, what about Michael Thomas? If he comes back this week, well, which is what he's projected, would you be a little more comfortable playing Drew Bees maybe in a 2QB league or um, a super flex? As a super flex, but even in dual QB, I'd be wary. I mean, I would... If I had to say I'd start Mayfield over him, I don't know if I'd start him at Duke dual QB. Okay. Now, uh, let, I guess let me go this way. Drew Brees or Justin Herbert this week? Which one would you rather play in your your starter role? Herbert's going against the Bucks. Drew Brees going against the Lions. Mm. That's hard. Herbert's going against arguably his toughest defensive challenge of the season. <clears throat> exactly, and he struggled last week. But he showed week one that he can throw the ball. So I just kind of want to know, pick your brain real quick. Which one do you think it would go? I, I would take Herbert. Oh. I'm going to go Breeze on this this week. Awesome. I mean, I don't think Herbert exactly struggled. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> one that, TD, that, one interception, the study of 1% completion is really n- not that bad for a second game. Here's the thing, but, but I would still take Drew, Drew Brees. Here's See, the I thing. Was, go ahead, Shane. Since you're the uh, Herbert, sorry. Um, the thing is with Herbert is, I think he had the rookie chills last game, and if those are the rookie chills that he's going to have, he's going to be a damn good quarterback. Drew Brees is on the exact opposite of the spectrum. Instead of him getting the chills and then being able to recover, once he gets these chills, it's going to be like chemo. He's going to be stuck. He's going to be weak. He's going to be done. And I don't think Drew Brees is quite done. I think he's still got maybe a year or two left in the tank. But there's a reason the Saints haven't been airing it out. There's a reason the Saints have been slowing down their offense. There's a reason that the points haven't been as much as the last couple seasons. He's getting older. He's not as strong as he used to be. I mean, if you look at him, he dropped, what, 10 pounds on this offseason? You think he's dropping 10 pounds in fat? Okay, let's be realistic, boys. And then Herbert, he's a young buck that just 
got his ass tore last week. He, we know he can be a leader. We know that he can rally this offensive line. We know that he's going to be a great player in the long term if he keeps playing at the level he did week one or week I mean, two. He keeps, I don't care how he plays as long as he keeps targeting Keenan Allen the way he is. Right. And that's the thing. Is <laughs> the, char- the Chargers literally have some of the best weapons in the league. But And Tampa Bay's off- defense is borderline overrated at this point. Are I mean, they a top 10 unit? I, I put them on the crisp. But I, I don't think that they're going to completely shut down this Chargers offense by any means. And okay. So you have a lot of faith in him this week. I did notice he was in your starting lineup, so that's why I figured I'd target this one at you. Yeah, I, I like Herbert a lot. And with Drew Brees, I just don't – against this Lions team, and as you guys know, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. Against this Lions team, I just don't see Drew Brees succeeding as well as he usually would. The Lions have very good zone linebackers. Well, let's hope so, uh, mainly because I want a lot of targets that are short that go to Michael Thomas, uh, who I assume everyone would just be an auto start if healthy, right? Correct. Right. Same thing with Alvin Kamara? Yeah, definitely. The good questions have come, Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook. Are you starting either one this week with confidence or only if Michael Thomas is out and Jared Cook, is he just like an auto lock tight end? I, I kind of want to know what people are thinking on those. Um, <clears throat> so, Travis, uh, I know you don't have any Bucks. I'm sorry, any Saints players. Would you start Jared Cook this week? Because <sighs> you got Fanton yeah. right now. Yeah, I would start Cook this week. Um, the Lions typically always give up big days to tight ends. Um, Cook's one of Breeze's favorite targets over the years, and with if Mike with Michael Thomas in or out, it doesn't really matter. He's still going to get his targets. I think he's going to get open quite a lot. Austin, are you uh, starting Emmanuel Sanders or flexing him or sitting him? Uh, I'd probably still sit him. I don't like him enough to start him, especially if Michael Thomas comes back. Okay. That's if I was funny. desperate enough, I'd probably flex him. But other than that, I don't, I don't know if I'd start him. That's kind of a deeper league thing. Yeah. Does anyone want to talk any more on these Saints, or should we move on to the Lions? I'm good to go to the Lions. <clears throat> All right. We'll take this to the Lions. Stafford, uh, if it's a 2QB league, I'm playing him with confidence. I like Stafford. He still seems to have that cannon of an arm, which I love. Um and then anyone saying they wouldn't start Stafford this week? No. No, nope, I'd, I'd start him. Okay, I think we all had pretty uh, pretty confidence. This is where a three-headed monster kind of comes in. That I, man, Adrian Peterson's still averaging over 4.9 yards a carry at the moment for the Lions. He's averaged over four the last couple seasons at Washington. Would you have any confidence starting our flexing Peterson? or Swift, or carry on. If you had to choose one, which one would you choose? I want to go Austin first, and then we're going to go Shane, and then Travis. All right. I'd probably feel more comfortable starting Adrian Peterson. I, I think I'd be there with just the volume. What about you, Shane? I would take Swift, uh, just for the PPR leagues. If if it's PPR, Swift, because I think that 
Swift is going to have a couple games this season where he just pops off because of PPR and getting like a reception touchdown, maybe a goal line touchdown as well. But if it's non-PPR, I, I would take Peterson. Okay. So in standard Peterson, PPR, Swift? Yep. Tra- Travis, uh, you're a Lions fan. Explain to me what the hell they're doing with this backfield. Hopefully they're just brought AP in to mentor Johnson and Swift for a year or two and then give the reins over because they're, they're, they're too talented to have this kind of 35-year-old handcuff for more than a year or two. You, you got to let him blossom. I mean, he's almost averaging five yards a pop. Oh, yeah, he's doing, deal. I mean, right now, keep feeding him because he's doing well. Um, just because it's going to be too hard for me to pick who's going to get the touchdown out of the running backs, I wouldn't start anyone other than AP and only like as a flex in deeper leagues. That's it. All right. Uh, I have Kenny Galladay, so I'm going to take a quick second to talk on him. Kenny Galladay, yes, he faces Marshawn Lattimore, but this guy has been growing more and more elite every single year. He came back from the injury last year, caught a touchdown. He looked really good. He had to die for the end zone and still made it. I'm auto-starting Kenny Galladay if you got him because people were drafting him in the first couple rounds. I mean, round two or three, if you spent that capital, you've got to put him in. Anyone disagree? No, I think he's auto-start. I think he forts with top five receivers this year if he stays healthy. I I think he could just due to the touchdown upside. Uh, A big surprise, speaking of touchdown upside, is TJ Hawkinson, that tight end that they've got drafted, uh, what was that, sixth overall two years ago? I say start Hawk 100%. Did you not just see what Darren Waller did to the Saints defense two weeks ago? I agree. I agree. So, well, and that's that's the thing is I've got Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson, and I'm sitting here worrying maybe I should put in the safe bet of Hawkinson. I I would like to also point out that the this Lions team is going to be transitioning. I think they're going to transition to a smash mouth, really gritty, heavy blitzing, heavy running offense. And there's two positions that you give a fuck about on offense for fantasy other than running back. And that's going to be wide receiver one and tight end. I agree. Yeah, but is Darren Waller going to get the same same level of volume? You mean TJ? No, Hawk? I think I think you take. Well, Hawk. yeah, Hawk going to get the same level of volume as that Waller, Waller got. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I think so. Now, I think so definitely because exactly. Right now, I think that's also why he got he was so valuable against the Saints because of that volume. I think he might even get more. I wouldn't be surprised I, to see I a lot of. Ju- I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of jumbo sets with a running back by committee. If you're going to run on the first two downs, then the tight end is going to be on the field a lot. I mean, Hawkinson can do it. He's got that big body build. Uh, is anyone – I'll answer a question for Brennan. Is anyone playing Marvin Jones with confidence, or is he just kind of a flex play that you uh, that you hope finds the end zone? I mean, he's had three touchdown games before, but that's not what you're aiming for. I think he's flex. I think I'd throw him in as a flex, flex. if I had to. Yep. I think I'd flex him over like Mike Williams and the to. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Same. If I had to. Yeah. All right. Chargers, Bucks. Um, Shane, I'm going to let you lead it off. Herbert, go ahead. Tell us what you think. Tell us why. I mean, this Chargers offense is electric right now. Uh. <laughs> um, I'm that up. 
<laughs> that won't make it. We got to mark that time. Okay, sixteen fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Chargers' offense is really legit, and we're seeing it come to life. It's nothing to laugh at. This Bucks defense is good, but I think Herbert has a chip on his shoulder. I wouldn't be surprised to see Herbert come out with three touchdowns, maybe a pick, and three hundred yards again. I mean, this kid is legit, and Tampa's only weakness is the middle of the field. They don't have the best safeties, and they don't have the best coverage in linebackers. They have some of the best blitzing linebackers in the middle, um, but they don't necessarily have the best coverage. And Herbert's favorite spot of the field is on the in route and on a slant. So, Well, that I like to dump off pass Austin Eckler. He's been amazing. Uh, kind of lost faith with Joshua Kelly. I think Eckler is an auto start. Joshua Kelly is a deep flex. Austin, what are your thoughts on those two? I might even start them both if I was desperate enough. I'd, I'd definitely start Eckler. Joshua Kelly would, if I was going to flex him, would just depend on who else is in my flex. That would potentially start over him. But I'd feel comfortable in some cases starting him. Okay, Travis, would would you go out in a dynasty and obtain Austin Eckler because you think his price is better now with Herbert than with Tyron? Um, I would say just the sheer number of targets would suggest so. Whether or not that's going to be better in translating to wins is irrelevant at that point. But fantasy-wise, yeah, that's very relevant. Um, I would. He's stayed on the field. He's stayed relatively healthy in his career. He's put up a lot of points. <laughs> Alrighty, I was just giving you a little bit of a teaser because I know that you just recently went out and traded for Keenan Allen. You are loving oh, yeah. his targets. He's an oh. auto start, right? Oh, 100% at this point. He's quietly had three straight top 12 receiver seasons. And right. no one talks about Very him. underrated. Very underrated. It's- so I'd just like to point out that the game's already at 17-10. I believe that's what Ben said. The score would finish it. Oh, man, dude. If I called that right, I'm going to laugh my butt off. Um, I actually called it under that because I didn't think it'd go over 20 points. Um, funny enough, Melvin Gordon, the guy that I'm playing against this week, has a rushing touchdown. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, if that's pretty nice, too. I, I called him my honorable mention for the top 10 running backs this week, did I not? Mm. You did. He doesn't have much on you the ground, but... Anyways, Mike Williams, we playing him as a flex, or is, I think he's hurt. He's questionable at the moment. So, would, even if healthy, I'd I wouldn't. I was going to say, even if healthy, I probably wouldn't. He has that hamstring injury at the moment and still sidelined. I think I'd be pivoting to someone else. He has not practiced yet this week. Yeah. So, he's someone that you got to keep an eye out for. Um, man, just how banged up their wide receiver. So, I. Keenan Allen, auto start. Hunter Henry, just due to the fact that Mike Williams is down and they're going to have to pass against the Bucks. I think Henry's also a, a great play uh, in DFS and in both Dynasty and Standard for tight end. I think he'd be a tight end six this week. What are you guys thinking on that? Hunter Henry? Uh, he's, he's, he's good. He's consistent. I wouldn't say he's elite elite, but he's consistent. I think he's going to go up in value. If he's on your free agent wire right now, that's a player you should pick up because rookies' favorite favorite targets are those big guys that cover over the middle, man. 
Right. He does that very well. Uh, let's go to the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. Um, I'm not starting him. Austin, nope, how are you feeling on? I'd start him. You'd start him? In two, two QB league or 12-man, one QB league, would you still start him? Mm, I'd Tom be less Brady likely to start him in, in one QB leagues. Um, but, I mean, I mean, ultimately, it just depends on who's on my team. Okay, so you've got Tom Brady on your team and Minshew. The owner got mad and dropped him. Would you pick up Minshew to play over Tom Brady? Ah, uh, the Jags are going against the Bengals. Um, yep. I think I'd go Minshew on that. Uh, yeah, because God was hurt. Yep. So I, I'd probably lean Minshew. Okay. Um, which running back would you play in this backfield chain? Would you go? Well, I mean, Fournette's hurt, right? So no. Would you? Stick with Rojo in this running back game, or would you just say screw it and pivot? I think Fournette is. Oh, he he does have an injured ankle. I didn't realize that was still going on. I thought he was good. If Fournette's healthy, I would take him over Rojo, but I would prefer to not start either. Okay, you'd be a pivot, try to go somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. All right. Godwin being hurt, uh, Travis, Mike Evans, is he uh, putting up another two-touchdown week, and would you start him? I don't necessarily think he puts up two touchdowns again this week, but I think he's the only player on the Bucks this week that's startable. I might disagree. I think Scotty Miller, if healthy, he has a little bit of a hip injury at the moment. If healthy, Scotty Miller has shown connection with Tom Brady, and with Evans out, I think Scotty Miller could be a great sleeper. Scotty win us out. Scotty's officially out. No, I said Godwin. Godwin. Oh, yeah. I think Scotty. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Godwin is hurt. I think Scotty Miller could be a sneaky play. I was looking at the spreadsheet and I got they're right next to each other, so I read the wrong one. I, I think just, Scotty I Miller like, could be good. I just like the fact that like they had the ball two separate possessions on the one yard line and threw it to Evans. So that's why I think Evans is definitely playable. Well, like, that's if he's better than if he's getting goal line looks like that, he's any receivers playable if they're getting goal line looks like that. Right. And anyone going Gronkowski or OK Howard? Not OJ. He's just OK. So I would probably start neither of these. Neither. Right. That's a pretty solid answer for everyone. All right, Austin, I'm going to target you. Uh, our first one is Minshew Sadness. Are you letting him rip Minchu again? Minshew Happiness. Part? Okay. <laughs> Uh, made you pretty sad, but that's fine. I mean, I still won, so it didn't matter, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying, but Fitzgerald his, severely his five points did not hurt me in the end. Uh, but I'm not letting one game affect me. I've still been really high on him. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. What about Chark? You also have Chark. You had that connection. What's, uh, what's going on with Chark? Is he hurt? Will he play? Uh, he did a limited practice today, so he's looking, trending towards like he'll play. Uh, if he plays, Minshew will look even better. But if Chark doesn't play, I'd be I'm, less sure about Minshew. If Chark sits, I'm going Keenan Cole in my flex. What about you, Shane? I think I, think I would just pivot out and not start either of those receivers. I think if the Jags win that game, it will be strictly on the ground. 
Okay, which brings up James Robinson. Travis, shoot, I know you're itching. I can, yeah. I can feel uh, oh, it from yeah, here. Yeah, and Shane, well, yeah, I would 100% like love if, round your, round if, your, if, your, if your prediction comes true, Shane, I would love that because we're playing each other this week. So, um, yeah, I I think Robinson has a decent day. Um, honestly, this is, this is a dumpster bowl, too, as well, so... I will take a second and be very upset because in week one and two episodes, I said, if you have the chance, go pick up James Robinson and Miles Gaskin. This was just before Barkley told Oh, he's me. in my starting lineup this week, just so you And know. let me tell you, both of them have been fantastic pickups. You guys should have listened to me, should have picked up James Robinson, should have picked up Miles Gaskins. It might be too late. If not, go pick them up. All right, Tyler Eifert, we're not going to play I think James Robinson has an okay day. I think he'll get another 20 carries and go 80 yards and get another touchdown against the Bengals. It's possible. That's all you need. On to the Bengals, Joe Burrow. uh, Just due to the volume they're letting this kid pass with, I say I'd start Burrow. He's an easy start. Okay, uh, since that was an easy start, would you go Joe Burrow against the Jags or Kirk Cousins against the Texans? Burrow. Joe Burrow, because yeah, because Kirk Cousins looks like dog ass this year. Okay, um, let me try to find a little bit of a tougher one then. So Philip Rivers against the Bears or Joe Burrow? Burrow. Joe Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> That, I tried that was to find easier. A, right, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I tried to find a harder one. And man, I just, I, oh, just, mm, yeah, Justin Herbert versus the Bucks or Burrow. Burrow. I might go Herbert on this one. Mm, Burrow. Burrow. I'm going Burrow. Okay. Burrow happiness. Uh, Joe Mixon, everyone drafted him in the first, second round. You just, you have to start him and keep dealing with these piddle paddle games. That's oh. the way. He is sh- shitty in the first half, great in the second. I'm not feeling confident, though. Oh, Anyone no, else the, feeling the, confident? No, Jaguars held Derrick Henry to 3.6 yards per carry. So uh, I think they have no problem with Mixon. Right. Yeah. I I think I got Mixon early on in the season last year in two leagues, and I traded him out like he was the plague. Mixon right. is not a player that is reliable. Mixon is not a player that's worth it. Mixon just has that asterisk next to his name because his offensive line's back, so people associate him with being an elite fantasy player, and he, that's just not the case, man. One thing that I that grinds my gears is everyone says, oh, Mixon's so great. He's a three-down back. He's so good at catching the ball. Yet the Bengals don't use him, and I'm not going to get mad at the Bengals. They get to work with this guy in day in, day out. So they're seeing something to tell them, don't put him on the field. And – Oh, if he gets the passing work, he'll be RB1. He won't. You need to just expect Mixon to kind of be the lesser of the Derrick Henry role. Just Maybe they're just it. trying to limit him on the field so that way they don't hurt him before they get a good offensive line. Let me put it like this. The way that Mixon is supposed to be utilized is the same way that Bell was supposed to be utilized in, that Bell was utilized in Pittsburgh. But I would still start Jets Bell over Mixon. Disgusting. Ooh. Uh, Disgusting. This isn't the bold take segment. I think you need to walk that one back. 
<laughs> you want me to show you where you went with that? That was I, not okay. I'm confident in it, man. We I'm skipped the crack and went straight to heroin. Right. Hey. <laughs> I but guess you don't have confidence. I mean, I guess Le'Veon Bell is more likely to catch you know, four or five balls in the game where it's Mixon's And not. take a touchdown or two in. And Mixon's not on the damn field. That's true. If you're not on the field, guess what you're not doing in fantasy? Scoring fucking point. points. That's right. So, T. Higgins exploded last week. Funny enough, Shane and I did the trade for Denzel Mims, who I liked coming in the preseason, uh, and T. Higgins. But I ended up getting Higgins. He ended up getting Mims. And I sent him... Higgins for Mims straight up. He rejected it, and then Mims goes on the IR. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll send it again and see if he accepts. He does, and then Mims IR, obviously. Higgins explodes, two touchdowns, nine targets, building that connection with Burrow. How happy does that make you, Shane? That makes me extremely happy. But you know what didn't make me happy? Would you like to tell a story (laughs) about draft day? I mean – I'll let you take the quick synopsis of it because funny enough, I was trying to sell them. <laughs> so we're in person doing our draft. I have picked 3.7 and point pick 3.6 is on the phone calling Ben submitting his pick. And he's asking what receivers are available. There's three receivers that are like, that was me projected baby. above him. No, that was yeah. Austin. There's three receivers that are projected above Mims. And he just skips all of them and says, Mims Mims. is available. And I look at him across the fucking Denny's table and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) And he's like, Mims, Mims is a good pick, but we also have (laughs) just started rattling off other guys. (laughs) I didn't know Shane was like hawking Mims like that. I didn't didn't expect it. Oh, I was pissed, bro. I had been studying Bims for quite a while. I didn't like the fact that he went to the Jets. I think they're going to – I. hey, you know what? This game's – well, Jets are losing 17-13, to 13, so goodbye, Adam Gase. You know, your time's up. Uh, so, Higgins, would you start – I mean, Shane, you are starting in this week, so I know your answer, but Travis and Austin, would you start Higgins this week? Mm, probably only in a shootout. Only a shootout? I mean – This Jaguar is yeah. not – this game's not going to be a shootout, I don't think. It's not looking like one, at least. Uh, how about this? Higgins or A.J. Green? Same team. I would, I would start I Higgins, Higgins over A.J. Green at this point. I, I think A.J. Green's washed. Agreed. I think I you know, have to start Tyler Boyd, though. That connection oh. between Boyd and Burrow is deadly. Mm-hmm. I think, Boyd's done, en- I I think Boyd's done enough to be a- fill him in as your wide receiver, too, every single week with confidence. Right. I think he's a low wide receiver one, high re- wide receiver Push two. It. He's pushing it. And Drew Sample can go right back to the waiver wire. So we will move on to uh, the Vikings and Texans. Now, Kirk Cousins, not great, but in a 2 Yes, Dalvin league, Cook. I'm just going to skip there real quick. Yes, Dalvin right. Cook. Right. I uh-huh. think everyone's yes, Dalvin Cook, right? Uh, oh, yeah. no, I, you can't start Dalvin Cook, man. Yeah, it's not it's, against it's, the elite Texans front seven. I know, J.J. Watt's looking like his 2015 form, 2014, 20 sacks, you know. I mean, J.J. is actually looking good, but the rest of them aren't. Oh, God, no. (laughs) They look like trash. I know, I'm hoping for a repeat of last week. I mean, you won't won't face Cole without Cook in your lineup. You won't. Come on. Ten bucks says you won't. Look at my team. Look at my team. 
Yeah, you're not going to keep it there. Um, Justin Jefferson. Let's put Anthony McFarlane in. You know, that's another rookie that I said, keep your eye on, Pittsburgh. I'm feeling spicy. You know, if he comes out and he you know throws I'm gonna do wrong, Jones, the so. doors off and seven yards per carry, and now I'm pissed off because Austin – again, another guy said, hey, pick up. Someone else picked up, and now I'm sitting here going, well, I shit. drafted him at 201. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins – I, no. I would only flex him. I wouldn't be confident, though. I, I, think this, I think that this is going to be a good start for him. If you have him and you've been itching to start him, waiting for the right matchup, this I mean, would be the matchup. It's probably his best matchup of the year so far. Yeah, yeah right, I think, I'll give him that. I think this is the best matchup that you're going to get from him for the next few weeks, too. And Kirk Cousins' favorite target is Adam Thielen. I think if you've got him, you just got to play him. He is too reliable. Even I mean, he has a volume. nice matchup against Seattle and Atlanta the next two weeks. So his next three games are Houston, Seattle, Atlanta, and then a bye. I think I'd, Kirk could be I'd probably start him all, all three of those. I think you start him all three, but I don't think – I think Seattle's defense is going to start warming up any time this season. Maybe? Question mark? Um, Justin Jefferson, would you guys flex him after his big blow-up game? Austin, start us off since you have him. Nah, before I feel comfortable starting him, uh, that could have just been a one-off. Okay. So I'd probably wait a couple weeks. Travis? I agree. There's, there's been plenty of one-trick ponies in NFL history. I don't think it's necessarily a one-trick pony with him, though, but I'd still give a couple more weeks before I make my decision on that. And then Shane? Low flex if you have to. Low flex. I agree. Deshaun All right, Watson. Ben, what's your answer? Oh, uh, Justin Jefferson? Hell no. All right, there you go. Yep. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I think, again, he, he gets enough done on the ground that he's still valuable. Any of us sitting him? No, this is a good Between matchup who? for him. Yeah. Playing against the 30th defense in the league. Right. So I think I think he's good to roll. Uh, David Johnson, uh I guess I'd throw him as a flex. Flex at best, yes. Everyone I, say I'd flex. probably stay away. I, I think he's an RB two. He has okay. a nose for the end zone. I I mean the guy the guy isn't great on the field. He looks like shit, but you know what he does? He scores touchdowns. He score he gets in the end zone, which at the end of the day, that kind of all that matters. Yeah. So in that case, um, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb are I, I out of all of them. I would start Will Fuller, even though he's the most injury prone. He's also the favorite target. What about you guys? Let's Go ahead, Fuller, and then Cobb in that order, if you had to. Okay, Shane. I think Cooks. Cooks. Okay, you, you'd lead off with that one. Uh, would you flex either either of the others? I honestly think that this is a great matchup for any of these receivers. I, I would be comfortable putting any of these receivers at my wide receiver two or flex. Um, when you're playing against this shitty of a defense, you can't go wrong with any of these guys. And when you got Deshaun Watson, that's going to be able to sit all day in the fucking pocket. I mean, once, look at the Pittsburgh yeah. game. I mean, even though Pittsburgh was up his ass and they shut him down in the second half, what he He's did in the first half, what he did in the first half, he embarrassed the Steelers defense. They redeemed themselves, but 
I don't think the Vikings are going to be able to redeem themselves. Okay. Uh, Jordan Akins has turned out to be his favorite tight end. I think if you're looking for a, a sleeper or like a waiver he's wire. Because he's someone to stream someone, definitely this week. Right. Like if you had John U. Smith and you're like, shit, this game's postponed. I'd go grab Jordan Akers. I'd be comfortable with that. All righty. Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Dolphins. Russell Wilson. Uh, if any of you say no for any reason, tell me now. That's what I thought. <laughs> this Seahawks <laughs> offense is so good. You could almost start the punter, dude. Like, oh my. If I'm Cole, I'm sitting him, though. Yeah, uh, if you're Cole. I'm sure they're left tackle right now, man. Cole, if you're yeah. listening, uh, sit Russell Wilson. And then if uh, if Chris not Christian if uh, Chris Carson doesn't play, I'd flex Carlos Hyde not with a lot of confidence. I'd be looking more forward to Chris Carson, Travis. I know you're just itching because you have him and you want him to be healthy. It, it what's sounds his like upside he's play. this week? Okay, oh. so what's his upside? What's the chance? I I think there's a high chance he plays, especially since Carlos Hyde got in, is uh, questionable as well at the moment. Um, Carson is a I have him if he plays as a top six running back play this week that's how high I got him oh wow that's true on our top 10 rankings you did say that what about you Shane you have any preference on either of these running backs I would take Carson Um, right now he is listed as limited on the official injury report so there's a 50-50 chance he'll play this week Okay. And then DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Mm. I think their auto starts uh, kind of like Julio and Calvin. If you've got them, you play them. Russell Wilson's playing at the MVP level. He's he's literally throwing enough touchdowns to share with everyone, and everyone gets plenty of work, uh, and no one's upset. So Pinata. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Will Disley, Greg Olson, anyone – Flexing or starting or streaming those? Mm, no, I'm probably sitting on both. I'd sit on both. Will Disley was interesting last year and then got hurt. Just not looking the same yet. But Greg Olson, actually, Shane has. I see you don't have him in your lineup. Is Are you just not confident this week? You start him if you have to. He He's there for my bye weeks and injuries. He's not... He's someone that's reliable for seven points, but he's not someone that you want to start. But he'll get you seven points every game. Right. Hey, sometimes that's all you need. Um, and then our great leader, the Dolphins, Ryan Fitzmoney. This mm, dude. I'm streaming him. Yeah, I'd stream him all day. I, I put him at a solid QB2 this week. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Seahawks' past defense has been atrocious. Oh, Jamal yeah. Adams got hurt last week, too. I don't know how long that's going to keep him off the field as well, though. That's a great question. Uh, let's go with Miles Gaskins. I I said pick him I'm up. Saying. I didn't. I would start. Actually, I don't know if I'd start. I'd flex him. I have him in my flex this week. I ha- I have him. I, I, he's playing in my flex this week, one hundred percent. I'm giving him a go after back to back weeks. Okay. What about you, Shane? I'm telling y'all, Seattle's defense is going to have to start getting cooking at some time. You don't have that good of a team and not have a defense get cooking, man. There's okay. too much talent on that side of the ball to just like win it 
filter out. I know they have the 32nd defense in the league right now, but be wary when you start against Seattle. Not because they're super elite, but they're going to have one of those games that just turn their whole season and just be unstoppable with that offense and that defense. There's too much talent. I mean, that defense did kind of shut Zeke down last week, but just they Gaskins got up almost 30 touches last week. If he's getting that kind of looks, then just on volume alone yeah, and PPR, he'll be five targets. Yeah, well, but yeah, I think a lot of those 22 touches came from the Dolphins dominating that game for pretty much the all four quarters. True. So if he gets that amount of work rushing, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but I mean, the Dolphins pretty much are just trying to ice the game. Okay. After halftime. Uh, I'm not streaming Mike Gusecki this week, but I would stream Preston Williams and Devontae Parker. Would any of you guys stream or play any of the pass catchers? I would take Devontae Parker. Yeah, I would take Parker. I would say Parker and a flex or wide receiver three even. All righty. Browns versus Cowboys. I'm going to start off with the running backs just because Nick, not Nick, Kareem Hunt has been hurt. They actually already called someone up from their practice squad. Typically, if you're not sure if a guy's going to make it, you do that like Friday or Saturday. Uh, not on a Wednesday. So Kareem Hunt, I'm uh, not thinking he'll play this week. So I think that puts Nick Chubb squarely in the top four of the running backs uh, just due to volume alone. I have him at five. He's an auto. Top five. Yeah, he, right. I have him He's, that high as well. <laughs> uh, Austin, you want to throw any two cents in on here? No, I think they pretty much said it. All right. Let's go with – oh, go ahead. I do have something I want to say here. I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Chubb doesn't have an elite game this week. Not because the Cowboys' defense is so good, but because the Cowboys' offense is going to gas him out. I don't think the run game will be valuable for the Browns this week. Okay. That is a fair point. They may have to just pass. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Speaking of passing, Baker Mayfield, does he make a streamer list for you then, Shane? Definitely. Definitely. That's going to be a shootout. Well, I mean, they're going to have to – not going to be a shootout necessarily. The Browns are going to have to pass to keep up. Well, then I have a question for you, Shane, um, related to streaming. You don't like Carson Wentz at all, correct? No, not this season. So, Baker Mayfield versus Dallas or Nick Mullins against Philly? Who would you start this week? That's a good question. Mullins. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Mullins would be a little bit better. That's where I was leaning to, but I just didn't know if the passing volume against Dallas. Uh, Actually, yeah, no, Baker, Baker, because here's, here's the thing. Mullins is more than likely going to be playing from ahead. Baker's not. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think, I think that this is going to be a major shootout. I think, I think we might see it combination of 70 points this game oh wow oh hell no oh yeah definitely so does that mean you're playing odell jarvis and uh, austin hooper this week i i would be comfortable doing it i think i'd flex all of them i think i'd be i think i'd be a start on odell and then flex landry and hooper (laughs) i have landry in my flex right now 
So. Yeah. Hey, that's the trade you and Travis made earlier. I, I love oh. Dix because I got Allen, so it was worth it. All right. So we're going to go Cowboys. I'm actually going to start this off because I just traded for Ezekiel Elliott. It cost me an arm and a leg, and I'm okay with that. Uh, you've got to start this guy every single week. Everyone agrees with that, right? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. On to Dak Prescott. Just he's passing out of his mind. Travis, I know he's got a easy start. Easy start. Top five now QB that, player right now. Oh yeah, I agree. Fantasy wise, um, at least. And I think he's actually supporting more than one wide receiver who would be Amari Cooper. You know, decently. Oh, you I can think you can start any of the wide receivers in Dallas with confidence this week. Yeah, I agree. I think they've all been flex worthy every single week. I don't think the tight end is. Really all that hot. Cole was pretty high on Dalton Schultz. and just didn't do a whole lot. Uh, but, hey, that's all right. Anyone starting Dalton Schultz or flexing him? Or are we just mm. sticking with the, uh, no, other pass catchers? I'd bench, too. Bench. Easy bench. Bench. <laughs> all righty. Kyler Murray, what he does on the ground is reminiscent of Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. But just not as good. You know, he's the... You know, the, the half version. Dollar in general. And in value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's still good enough to give you a safe floor, peep, uh, you know, rushing-wise. I think he's still a start. Oh, definitely. The Panthers are atrocious. All right. DeAndre Hopkins, his favorite target, auto start. Definitely. And I wrote a little joke in here. Uh, instead of Kenyon Drake, it's Crayon Drake because uh, he's a toddler and hasn't done anything with 20 touches a game. This is so, the game he gets back on track, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I think Crayon Drake uh, could have a pretty decent game. Running backs but have had we, their way against the Panthers' defense in fantasy this year. Right. Anyone trusting any other pass catchers for the Cardinals? Andy Isabella. I'd, you know, I'd stream him as a flex if you have to. Isabella's getting the touches after Hopkins in the past game with everyone with Kirk down. So and. Okay, let me ask this. You need five points to win this week. Are you playing Larry Fitzgerald or Andy Isabella? Uh, <sighs> Isabella. Yeah, I was going to say Isabella saying, as well. I, I think I'm going Fitzgerald. I, I want to say Fitzgerald because he consistently scores six or seven points. He's kind of like Greg Olson is. You don't right. start him if you, if you have the option not to, but he's definitely a good fill player. If you need that, if you need that little bit of edge and to be confident with it, he doesn't have a high ceiling, but he has a minimal basement, and that's all right. Seven yeah. I agree. All right, Panthers. Um, Teddy Bridgewater only in the deepest stream, if if able. Uh, otherwise, I'm pivoting. No, Anyone sure. else? Not I a agree. fan. Yeah. All righty, Mike Davis has done. Not great with the volume, but decent enough that you're happy with his performance. I think he's got to be a start, especially since you picked him up off of waivers. Everyone else Definitely. agree with that? Definitely. I'd start him. <laughs> the Cardinals uh, front seven is scary, but I'd start him. Right. AP had a decent uh, week. Are we doing DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson? Which one would you take or would you? DJ you know, Moore. I think Anderson. I'd start DJ. He's got Patrick Peterson on him all game. It'll be fun to watch. Anderson, for sure. You don't have to deal with Pat Pete. True. 
You know, that might, you know what? I might go Robbie Anderson for the big play. I think if I'm playing one of these wide receivers, I want the, the better chance at the 50 yard touchdown, you know, that boom play. Yeah. I mean, I think the Panthers are going to have boomer bust receivers for the rest of the season. I don't think that they're going to have anybody consistent. Uh, DJ, I think they're both safe plays because Patrick Peterson's a corner who's capable of not needing someone else to bring attention to a wide receiver. So, yes, he's going to have Patrick Peterson on him, but I don't think he's going to be double teamed all game like he was last week. All righty. That moves us right into the Colts and the Bears. We've got uh, Phillip Rivers. I'm, I haven't liked Phillip Rivers literally as soon as the Colts – Long before the Colts signed him, I said, go pick up Jameis Winston. Do not get this fucking old-ass man who, who just doesn't have it in the tank. Frank Wright was like, no, I worked with him. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. No, no, you don't, Frank. I love you. You've drafted well. But on this, you're wrong. Get over it. I am out on Rivers. Oh, 100% agree. Okay. Shane? I, I have to agree. And then Austin. If I'm desperate, I'd start him. Really? Uh, I mean. <laughs> desperate being keyword there. Right. Okay. So that brings uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think this kid without Marlon Mack, he's, he's just starting up. He will get much better. Oh, agreed. Keep him playing. Keep plugging him in with confidence. All righty. So. That leads us to good old Nakeem Hines. Are we flexing him this week due to, you know. God, I don't even know if I, uh, that's hard. I Bears might be willing good. to. Okay. I, I think he'd be a, a low floor flex. Okay. I can see that. I like that. I mean, because he just had 11 touches, so. For exactly. 71 yards. True. And a touchdown. So he had a, a, a decent game. Not great, but he had pretty good. And then that leads us to T.Y. Hilton. I think I'd start him. I think, Shane, you've got him in your lineup, right? Yeah, I think he's an auto lock. All right. Uh, what about Moali Cox, the big, uh, the back big tight back, end over there? Back-to-back great weeks. Um. Philip Rivers is starting to throw to him a little bit at least. So I think you got to start him now at this point. Okay. I, I agree. I think I'd flex him over quite a few for. Um, I could see that. For streaming tight ends. You could do a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> yes. I mean, All that's right. always true. So <laughs> that's not <laughs> my argument. <laughs> <laughs> One of my absolute favorite people to talk about right now is Big Shut the Dick fuck up. Nick. Big Dick Nick. I wish Big I had a boo. I wish I had a boo. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me download a boo thing. <laughs> no, he's going to be great. Out. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to make it in. I think Big Dick Nick's got enough of what it takes. All right, hold on. What is this time? 51.27. Okay, got it. <laughs> I think he's got enough, especially against this Colts defense. Yeah, I get they've been pretty good, but Nick's he's not going to throw for 300 yards and like shock you with six touchdowns. He, he's going to give you 250 and two touchdowns and, you know, make the accurate throws. He's not reckless. He's not, 
He, I mean, he did throw seven touchdowns in one game. That was m- many years ago. So I, I just think he's a safe play. <laughs> do you do you realize who the Bears are playing this week? Yeah, oh, yeah, the Colts. Do you I'm realize a- how good this Colts defense is? I am a huge Colts fan. So, yes, I do understand. So you think you think that Nick, big dick Nick, is going to be able to lay the pipe on this horse, Mr. Hand style? Oh. <laughs> oh, you brought that back. Hold on. I can't throw that out there and not give me a second to digest. I haven't seen that video. No, 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 no. no. He didn't get a second to digest. Mr. Hands did not, so you don't. Mr. Hands took that willingly. I didn't. All right. Um. <laughs> 52.44 in the previous 20 seconds, erased. I, I'll put it this way. I think Big Dick Nick is better than Kirk Cousins and Sam Darnold, who he allowed 113 and three picks, 168, one touchdown, three interceptions. But he Nick allowed, Foles better than him? Nick Foles is better than both of those. It was Sam Darnold, yes. I mean, okay, here's here's a point, though. You're putting him in the same category as F-tier quarterbacks. Well, he played, Indy played Minshew, and he went for 173 and three touchdowns. I think Nick could do that. I, he's going to have to pass. What do you think? We're, we're on the ground? But we're talking about the Colts right now. We're not talking about... The Bears haven't played anybody this season, okay? Here's the thing. They're playing against the Colts. They're about to get their ass smacked. They're not going to do anything offensively. Foles is going to have a buck 50 yards, maybe a touchdown, and two or three picks. This is not a start that you want to have on your damn roster unless you're trying to lose. You know, I would flip that. I'd go 253 touchdowns, one interception. I love love crack, but you know what? (laughs) Maybe I'm smoking it. (laughs) Maybe I'm smoking it for him. But I also like uh, David Montgomery as a flex or a stream this week. Not as a sure starter, but no. If you if you've got him, I'd be streaming David Montgomery. Travis, what about you? Uh, He's he's a he's in my lineup at the moment. Definitely volume based. So since you're so against. Big Dick Nick, Shane. What would you do with his pass catchers? Would you start you Allen Robinson? You don't play nobody against the Colts right now. I'd start Allen Robinson. I'd start Allen Robinson. No. Easy no. Start. Don't start nobody. You don't start anybody against this Colts roster right now, man. Allen Robinson or let's scroll up here. Randall Cobb. So you've got Robinson. that as your bench. I'm going Robinson. I'll take I would take Robinson as a flex, but I wouldn't be comfortable starting him. Here's the thing. Philip Rivers has been catching a lot of flack this season. He's not elite, but you know what he's really fucking good at? He's really good at controlling the field, and he's really good at controlling the clock. There's a reason that defense is elite right now, and it's hard to get any yardage on him. Well, it's I mean, not they've because- also only played the Jets, Vikings, and Jaguars, so I don't know if that schedule exactly makes them elite. I mean, the way they've been playing, they're not playing, like, pitter-patter bullshit. They're shutting down. If, if it was pitter-patter, it's whatever. But we are talking about Let's professional teams that are shutting at him. I, you know, when it comes down to these two, I'd be more comfortable starting Big Nick Nick over 
Philip Rivers. If those were my two choices, I'd go Nick and Robinson. But I think I, I, I think I'd I go Nick Foles just because I think the Colts are going to get up to a lead and the Bears are going to have to have pass and stay in it. Exactly. I also wouldn't start any of the other pass catchers. I don't know about you guys, but I it's only Robinson and that's it. And Shane did say if, you know, as a flex. So let's move on to the last and final game here. Um, man, Lamar Jackson sucks. I'm going to put it right out there. He looked bad this year. I'm not saying he is bad for fantasy. I'm playing against him this week, so I know he's going to do good. But, you know, two, 275 and three, awesome. And then he went against Houston and only put two up four and one. Then went against Kansas City, looks awful. 97 and one. Sure, that's not like losing you weeks because he's still getting that touchdown and on the ground, but he does not look the same. He looks scared almost. Not kind of like Carson Wentz. He's still better than him, but he does not look the same. I don't know if it's the Madden curse. I don't know if it's whatever. He just does not look the same. It's the Madden curse, bro. You think so? Yep. What a- what about you, Shane? Well, I, 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 I think he's got a losing mentality. You don't say that. You don't openly admit that another fucking person's got your number and look intimidated on live television. He's out of it mentally. I, I want to say he's intimidated. I would say that when he said that, I feel like he was pissed. I feel like he was pissed at himself. You know, I think he's saying they've got my number right now, but wait till I get him back type thing. Not he's got my number and I just can't beat him. I don't think that's the case scenario of what he's saying. Lamar Jackson, I think, will bounce back, and I think he'll be elite, but not against the Redskins. This front seven will shut him down, and he's going to get his ass whooped. I do like the fact that you're pulling up the games behind you so you can kind of look at them. Uh, So while you have those up, would you start any of their running backs? I mean, they're a rush-heavy team, but would you start any of them? No, but – I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at an, an uh, excuse me, an Ingram start, but I. That's a low flex for me. Now, let's say you need a touchdown. Who would you rather start in that backfield to get you that touchdown? Ingram. Ingram. Okay. I I would almost lean. I guess I'd lean Ingram. The more I think about Ingram's, it, Ingram's the power and third down back, and then Dobbins is your first and second down guy. All right. That's a fair uh, point. Wide receivers besides Hollywood Brown, would anyone start him? I think Hollywood Brown's a flex. He's the best option for your, your fantasy points. Right. I think he's great. I agree. Um, good Lord, Mark Andrews, please do something. I need you to do something because I'm deciding between him and Hawkinson. And God damn it, the last – he came out the year strong, which was awesome. I loved seeing that. You know, he – he put up six targets, five catches, 58 yards, two touchdowns. I was ecstatic. And then he put up three targets, one catch, 29. Eight targets, three catches, 22. And here I'm sitting here going, mm. is I he becoming I did say he was going to do bad this year. So far, I'm right. Austin did say that. And I just don't think he'll do bad. I just need him to steady it out. But with hey, Lamar hey, hey. Jackson not looking good. I just said so far this year. Good. So far, I'm right. We'll right. see how the rest of your plays out. Yeah, exactly. And I think if Lamar Jackson doesn't settle down, <gasps> excuse me, it's going to affect Andrews quite a bit. 
I know oh, yeah, when, I mean, uh, he was one of his favorite targets last year. Oh, I yeah. know that's why I went and got him. I was so excited. I needed tight end help because otherwise I'd be playing between Evan Ingram and um, TJ Hawk, which aren't bad choices, but I wanted someone like top tier, that, that top shelf, someone you reach for. And I reached for him, and now I'm playing with my thumbs. So anyone want Mark <laughs> Andrews? He's on the block. Mm, how yeah. much are we talking? Yeah, it's on the price. <laughs> No, we won't get into I that right now. I'll give you Jones, give you Jones for, for him. You, you'll give me what, Shane? Jones. Oh. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give you Jones for him. Uh, which Jones? <laughs> <laughs> There's a hundred of them in the NFL. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> now you got to say yes first to, to find out. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I am really scared to play anyone on this what the fuck team because what the fuck Haskins not a good QB was a reach at number 15 everyone said that said he was going to be a project QB and they said here's the fire here's the NFL good luck Uh, Gibson's going against the toughest against run D I mean he's going to have a hard time I mean they're shutting everyone down um, the only kind of play I'd play is like a low flex in Terry McLaurin. That's it. Yeah. As long as Terry McLaurin plays. Yeah, Not he sure. did pop up on the injury report with a thigh thing. I think it was more of a rest day because they didn't even put him. Oh, they did just update him to questionable. Mm-hmm. So if he plays, I, I'd honestly probably just flex away if I could. Uh, I'm just not excited about anyone on the what the fuck team. What about you guys? Anyone taking anyone for any reason? Scary Terry flex at the highest at the moment. Call me crazy. I've had some bold takes today, but this is probably going to be my boldest. I I take Haskins. You take Haskins. I I take Haskins, man. Oh, you've got to defend yourself. This is called the defend yourself segment because what the fuck are you doing? Defend yourself. (laughs) Tell us why. Yeah, man. Now, has stopped the run. We're not going to see an explosive Ravens offense this week. I'm sure of it. And so, what's going to happen? Haskins is going to get on the field, and Ron Rivera. Why do you think Cam Newton was so elite for so long? Dwayne Haskins is just Cam Newton is hella better. But here's the thing: Cam Newton was NFL ready when he came in. Haskins was raw. Ron Rivera is used to this type of project. Just give it time. And the time is ticking, man. He, Dwayne Haskins is not anybody to laugh at in the long term. If you have him in Dynasty, he's legitimate, a good keep, legitimately a good keep. And he will be back on the field a lot because his defense is going to get off the field. When I, you're on the field, you score points. I think you're He has probably at, at minimum, I mean, at max, three more games oh, left. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. What I was going to say is I'm going to prove you wrong about Haskins versus Cam Newton. Yes, Cam no, Newton. No, no. They, they're very similar quarterbacks when they came out. Haskins is much more raw. 100% I, I think, more raw because Haskins totaled 101 rushing yards last year and has only 27 this. He has no mobility. He looks stiffer than a plank of wood. I'd put Plankton from Ed, Ed or not Plankton. Uh, plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie back there, and he probably rushed for more. This kid looks uncomfortable. He's been hit too many times. He's 
it's not going to be a good day for him. I mean, I Ron Rivera already pretty much said he's ready to replace him. Right. You know what? If they sure, sit Haskins and put in Kyle Allen, I might agree with you. I might say Washington will have the ball more often. But for the simple fact that it's Haskins, I am going 100% not a chance. I think he causes more three and outs than the Ravens do all game. I if think he keeps having bad games, three more games, he's not the starter no more. I don't even think three more. I think he, if he blows it here, as big as I think he will, uh, I, I would be. Say, I think, well, I think I'm saying Haskins maximum, last game maximum starter. three more games. I'm 100% Max- confidently saying this is his last game as starter. I, I, has we, a, another three interception I, game. I think we, I think we could see him come in this game with a chip on his shoulder and get shit done. I wouldn't be surprised. It's possible. I'm not oh, going to say man. it's not. But this is the worst highly unlikely segment I've ever heard because there's no way he does it. At least to defend yourself, there's like legitimate reason. There's no way. Mark my this words, game. man. Mark my words. I will put place that at Vegas because right. if you fucking win, right that, if you win that, you're a millionaire. There we go. <laughs> I will put a hundred dollars down right now that Haskins does well, not perform against this defense. I mean, that's definitely staying in. So, I mean, you're on record now. Are you willing to take that, Shane? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll put some terms to it. I think he throws more interceptions to picks. That's the same thing. What do you say, Shane? I, I can't. I can't put a hundred bucks on it, but I, I, I could foresee him actually winning this. So this is your if I, if I, if I had a hundred dollars to put down, if I wasn't broke right now, I would. <laughs> okay, but, <laughs> hey, what but I'm not irresponsible. <laughs> right. Hey, thank you for you know not being irresponsible. I've made some pretty dumb things in the past. So you're just saying this is your bold take that Washington upsets Baltimore. Not more that Haskins wins it, but that Washington beats them. I think Washington is going to upset Baltimore. I think Haskins is going to come out of a show. Okay. I think he. I think Haskins can smell the pressure around him. I think he, he knows what the that rock is cooking. Up. Oh, he smells what the rock is cooking. <laughs> I really want Alex. But, to go you know. Out. You know. Honestly, he's kind of like John Cena. You can't see him coming. You know. I think I think Washington will be lucky to score seven points. Oh, that's ridiculous. I I think I'd go twelve. <laughs> I think I'll give I'll be gracious and go twelve. Just I'll be gracious and say thirteen. Haha, <laughs> I want higher. Okay, that's I wouldn't I wouldn't say thirteen. Uh, okay, so I'm going over has <laughs> game log. I'm going over his game log last year. He did actually have a really good game against. Uh, Philly, he had 121 QBR and against the Giants, 143, where he threw. Now, let me tell you, tell you this. He threw for 133 yards and two touchdowns. He threw for 261 and two touchdowns. He did not get over that total for the rest of the year. 261 was his highest. Two touchdowns is the highest that he is thrown for in a single game although he has proven a couple different times that he'll throw three picks in a game so you must really like this kid and i am excited you know what you should go trade for him or pick him up i'll pick him up real quick and you can trade for him i think he's a free agent actually i wouldn't surprise me he is i mean it's yeah i see him right there it's dwayne freaking haskins not junior kicker no, fuck you. I'm picking him up. 
Trade me Cam Newton then. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. I think that one will do it. Any other questions about who against who that we want to talk about real quick? I want to talk about this Steelers-Titans postponed. Oh, I knew you were going to get to it today. Alrighty, Steelers and Titans have been postponed until a future date. This is now their bye week. So if you have either of them in your spots, get them out, put someone else in. My father really got hurt. He's a big believer in James Conner. Uh, and, well, he doesn't have them anymore. So I am shipping as many trades to these people who have these players right now to see if you can buy low. Maybe they can't afford a loss right now. So if you can snag James Conner for you know a decent RB at the moment just because you know they're, they're freaking out. Say they're 0-3 and Conner just is finally heating up. Go buy them right now. That's my advice to people. Yep, and uh, just like to point out that the game is twenty four to sixteen at the moment. So uh, Ben, you're wrong. Travis, you and I, we're getting pretty close. Yes, sir. Travis did say this was the the shootout of the week. Um, how is Melvin Gordon doing? Probably as I expect, you know, sixty rushing and touchdown. It's exactly what he has. All right, yeah. Thank you for watching the Big Kid Fantasy Show. We are so happy to have you part of this family. Go ahead, like, share, comment, subscribe, retweet, follow. Let your grandma know about us because everyone loves fantasy football this time of year. I got to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Austin, hit him with the outro. Have a good time.